You are listening to The MILF Podcast for moms intent on living fit and fabulous. Fit and fabulous. This show is for real people. Real people. People who don't have the spare time to live life at the gym and those who have to balance being moms, being professionals, but also wanting to look and feel hot. Oh, heads up. This show isn't about false quick fixes. Not here. Here, we're going to help develop an actual lifestyle change, but one that's manageable along with your other responsibilities, and most importantly, one that is sustainable. You got this. So we're going to take a little time, but we're going to do it right. Are you ready? Let's go. It's time to get your sexy back through healthy and holistic fat loss and get back to being a MILF, mom's intent on living fit and fabulous. And here's your host, Andy. Hello and welcome. If you didn't know it already, you are listening to the MILF Podcast and I'm your amazing host, Andy. Now, can you believe it? We are now in episode 10, which already means that this season is almost coming to a close, but it's going to make way for an even bigger and better season two. But first of all, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. And this one is a real goodie. I'm going to be talking to you all about how to set real expectations from the very start so that you're not going to be setting yourself up for failure from the very beginning. So first of all, if you were to take a look at some of the biggest questions that come to me and that I commonly get asked when somebody first starts, the first thing that they say is like, how long is this going to take? And my usual answer to this is it's actually going to take you longer than you would like and I mean, in all fairness and being real here, how long is a piece of string? I mean, like the length of time it will take somebody will vary from one person to the next because we're all individual and it has a lot to do on our, our past history. So it can have to do with what your initial starting point is. What is your current metabolic function like? What is your previous history like with diets and exercise? How old you are? You know, that has a lot to do with it. The older you are, yes, it can take a little few things a little longer to happen just because of the natural effects of aging. Um, And also that you've probably got habits that you've carried around for a lot longer, say, than somebody that's 10, 15 years younger than you. Um, You know, what habits you already have, like as a person, whether they're good or bad, it doesn't matter. They still make a difference to what your progress is going to be like. What is your mindset like? You know, how how well do you adapt to change or adversity? How well are you taking, um, you know, constructive criticism? And even things like your particular lifestyle. So whether you have, you know, a work schedule or shift work or something like that, like all of those things will actually come into how long it will actually take. So from the very start, I actually like to make sure and let people know that this isn't some quick lose weight program and it's going to actually take them some time for things to start moving in the right direction. A lot of people, you know, I see probably quit way too early because they feel like they should be getting results just like that and it it just doesn't work like that. And well, you know, you can get results really quickly, but they don't stick around for very long because you haven't developed 
the skills and the habits and, and the routines that are necessary to maintain them. So I also want to mention that it actually doesn't matter how much body fat you have to lose. So if you're a lean person to already quite begin with and your goal is to even build more muscle and get some shape, then this approach is actually going to take things to a whole new level because you will actually have to work harder for a smaller result. And it means that you, all your skills and your habits and everything all have to be upgraded than say a person that's that's you know overweight and maybe have a lot of fat to lose. So, you know, just because you're leaner and you don't have much to lose, you know, I often find that these type of people think they actually won't take that long to get where they want to be. And but in fact, it actually can take a lot longer only because you actually have to work harder and you've got to put more effort in to say getting that result than somebody that has a lot of fat to lose. So this process is actually a really hard process. And it can be very and painfully slow, but it is a worthwhile investment. And I tend to think of it as a long-term investment into my health for the future years, kind of just like going to school when, you know, you have to learn, you know, all these skills and knowledge and things like that, because it's going to set you up for later in life. Well, this is no different if you want to be successful. Although I have to admit the health and fitness industry actually has a lot to, to answer for. And society has actually led us to believe that you know, we can have everything at our fingertips. We can have it at, at a click of a finger. Like nobody wants to wait for anything anymore. So you can have, you know, you can kind of understand why people have this notion that, yeah, I want this and I'm going to have it now when it actually isn't going to be like that. You know, if we want that pair of expensive shoes or we want some clothing or that really nice watch or or whatever, it's you can just go and put it on credit or afterpay or finance or whatever. Like, Saving for something, what's that? It's like it's hardly heard of these days. I mean, like if you can imagine a world where none of that was available and it relied on us actually having to save the money for a long period of time to get it, I I don't know how people would function because right now we're just so used to having everything so, so quickly. But I do think that if you obviously, yeah, you did save up for something that you really, really wanted, it actually gives you a sense of achievement and you know you get to appreciate it more because you know what you had to sacrifice in order to get it so I actually really love the idea and concept of playing a long-term game because yeah I feel like you've earned what you've gotten and I and I think this lesson was given to me I'd say way back way back when I was about 14 years of age and I wanted this show horse and, you know, I was still at school and back then $2,500 for this particular show horse I wanted um, was a lot of money. And the only way that my parents would allow me to get this particular horse was if I was to leave school, get a job and to pay this particular horse off because I had to borrow money um, from my mom and my dad and my, um, my sister and my grandfather And, you know, I had to pay them back. And the worst thing was that the job that I got back then, it was a traineeship in business and retail. I was working full time. So I was working like 40 hours a week or a little bit over. And I was on a traineeship wage. I was earning like $3.40 an hour and which I think ended up to be about $140 a week. And out of that $140 a week, 
I had to pay back, you know, my grandfather, my sister and my mum and dad, as well as pay board and rent and food and fuel money and all that sort of stuff. And I was left with less than $20 a week for myself. Now, this particular horse took me at least a year to pay off. But, you know, it taught me a very valuable lesson and I actually had to sacrifice a lot of things in order to have her. So, you know, it it really made me appreciate it. And what it taught me was that nothing is ever given to you. You actually have to earn every cent and work hard for it. You value more what you get because of what you had to go through to get it. And it also taught me skills of how to manage and budget accordingly. And I had this particular horse up until only a few years ago. And I had to put her down, unfortunately. She was 28 years old. So I had to put her, and I had her for 24 years. But I would actually never forget the lessons that she taught me. And I will never forget that period in my life because it, it really did make me appreciate things. Now, I kind of went off a little detail here, but you kind of get the point. Nothing worthwhile will come easy. You will have to work for it and then think long term. Nobody wants to hear, hey, come sign up for my rest of your life challenge. It just simply wouldn't go down. But the truth is, what you do does, to some extent, rely on a lifelong commitment in order to maintain your health, if not keep improving upon them. It's not doing it just for a little while and then going back to normal. Well, you probably could. But what's the point of getting a really great result and then going back to your shitty habits that led you to a point that you hated? So, yeah, as you can see, I'm quite passionate about the long-term mindset and making sure that you're doing things for the right reason and that you're, you're not, you know, setting yourself up with unrealistic expectations from the start. So first of all, let's have a look at how do you go about setting yourself some realistic expectations? Number one, it would have to be you need to break down what it is that you want to achieve into smaller goals and then timeframes. So let's just say you are a person and you want to lose three dress sizes. That's like your big goal. Um, But what is needed in order to actually achieve this? So this might mean to you that you have to schedule in your exercise and make sure you're getting your exercise and training sessions done especially if you're not used to exercising. So that might be one thing that you need to to look at doing. It might be if you're not used to getting in the kitchen and whipping up some food, that you're going to get in the kitchen and doing some food prep so that you're surrounding yourself with some really, really good choices. It might also mean working on your habits, whether you might be a really big night owl and you go to bed way too late, therefore you're waking up really, you know, tired and lethargic in the mornings and you're missing breakfast and then you're heading out the door and you don't have food and so they're all your habits so I might be working on those but I have to say what it isn't is hey I've been doing this for a few weeks why haven't I lost all the weight why hasn't I lost those two dress sizes yet remember if it has taken you 20 plus years or whatever it is to put the weight on due to your habits and your routines and all that sort of stuff it's going to actually take you a while for things to start taking effect. So I have to say, stop being so short-sighted. Focus on getting a healthy body. And one thing in saying that I really, really like is, remember, a healthy body is a responsive body. All right, 
Number two would be not to compare yourself to others. You need to run your own race. Now, what I mean by this is that, you know, you see Mary on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and she looks amazing and, you know, they're going, oh, you should come and do this or do that or, you know, why are you doing this? But the thing is, you don't actually know how the other person's or what that other person's background or history or life commitments, all that sort of stuff. And you might not actually know what they're really doing. So you can't compare your journey to theirs. The other thing is that you could have exactly the same training routine and eat exactly the same diet as the next person, yet you would both get really, really different results. And that's obviously due to our unique differences. Everybody's body will respond at different rates, depending on their stunning positions, depending on their hormone profiles, depending on where their metabolism is already set at. All these sort of things will determine on your rate of progress. So you can't compare one person to the next, which is another reason why cookie cutter programs don't work because you need to be able to have a program tailored to you and that can evolve as you evolve as well. Number three would be to acknowledge that you have other responsibilities. Now, if you're a mum, chances that you are are pretty good since this is the MILF podcast, but you have responsibilities, good kids and the family and all the rest that come with it. So you don't have time to live at the gym and say like you're, you know, 20-year younger self and you don't have time to live and breathe it and nor should you have to really because obviously you have other things to think about and you have stuff that just comes up, right? So this stuff sort of happens. This itself may and not always lead to a longer journey But if it does, that's okay. But acknowledging this and that you have expectations about this is actually really, really important because I think that we can get so caught up in the idea that we do all of this and we need to have a perfect run and this is all going to have to go exactly the way that it should do and and it never, ever happens like that. Like, I don't know about you, but things will always happen. The kids need to be taken here, the doctor's appointment, the, you know, I get a phone call from the daycare saying Phoenix is sick and I need to come and pick him up. You know, things happen and they don't always go to plan and that's okay. We just need to roll with the punches and and learn to adapt and, and make changes where we need to. Number four would be to control the controllables. Now, shit is going to hit the fan. Work, family, holidays, sickness, injuries, living arrangements, moving, pandemics, Nothing will ever go to plan, nor will you ever have a perfect run on the board. So the best thing you can do is to learn to adapt and to manage them head on. This is yet another reason, in my experience, what things will always take longer than you think, and it's called life. Remember the person who thinks that they can be perfect for a short period of time before falling apart will never actually get the results of somebody that's consistent for a really long period of time. They don't have to be perfect, but they're consistent. The whole saying is this is a marathon and not a sprint and it doesn't rise any truer than this particular situation. So when stuff goes wrong, when it will, it's all about looking at the situation and controlling what you can. Stress is always going to be part of your life, but it's also how you react to it. So instead of thinking about, oh my God, this went wrong, this went wrong, this went wrong, 
you need to look at it kind of like through rose-coloured glasses and look at what can you do to make the situation that little bit better. So let's just say you get injured and you can't do so many particular exercises of your program. The first thing is you start focusing on, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that and everything's ruined and I'm going to lose all my results. And and you start, you know, falling off the, the wagon and then all of a sudden your habits and your eating habits start to go away and they go down. What you need to start looking at is radio. So I can't do this, but what can I do? So it might be then working with your physio or your coach or whatever is looking at exercises that you can do to train around your injury. What else can you look at? It might be making sure that you've got your food prep on on point so that you, you know, you've got all these amazing and delicious choices at your disposal so that you're not looking for some cheap, nasty, you know, takeaway food to, you know, fill your emotional needs. So always remember to focus on what you can do and not focus on what you can't do. Number five, understand that the faster the journey, it's not always the best route. Now, you can lose really important knowledge and skills and lessons by taking a really, really fast route. And by taking this fast route, you're actually don't get to improve those things because When you take the longer route and you make mistakes and all that sort of thing, they are your opportunities to to learn from and to grow and to improve yourself. So if you just have the quickest route possible, you actually don't allow yourself to grow into the person that you want to become. I think there's a saying called, is it a give a man a fish and he eats for the day, but teach a man to fish and he eats for his lifetime. And I think most people probably know this deep down but they just don't want to hear it or believe it, which is why I'm the type of coach that will only come to, people will only come to me after they've tried all the quick fixes and all the short-term diets and all that sort of stuff. Like I'm the last person they come to because they've tried all that sort of stuff and they know that doesn't work. So I'm always usually the last resort because they know that that stuff doesn't work there long time. And to be honest, I'm okay with that because... I feel you need to experience the difference in order to accept that it's actually going to take you a longer a longer road than what you would actually like. It gives you a little bit more perspective on what you actually need to do. Hey, look, don't get me wrong. If I could absolutely churn out amazing transformations really, really fast, I would definitely do it. Like it would be great for business. But I also know that stuff doesn't work long term. So there's actually no point in achieving something amazing if you don't have the knowledge or the skills or habits even to keep it. So, yeah, understand that the journey, it's going to be longer than you want and you won't like it and you don't have to. But understand that it's there for a reason for you to learn from, to grow from and to be hopefully to gain the skills and the knowledge that you're going to need to be able to maintain this new identity that you've wanted for so long. So guys, I think that's about it. Um, That's my top five tips for setting realistic expectations from the start so that you don't set yourself up for failure. Remember, it's not how fast you go, but what you learn along the way doing it. Well, I think that's a wrap, guys. If you want to share the love, give feedback or ask any questions, make sure you please head over to my Facebook community page, 
the MILF podcast. As always, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the MILF podcast for moms intent on living fit and fabulous. Would you like to share your journey and getting your sexy back? Getting your sexy back? Then head on over to the website for full access to show notes, resources, and links to the Facebook group. Get connected. So you too can join the conversation and network with others on the same journey as you. Stay motivated. All wanting to live a fit and fabulous lifestyle. You can find all that and more by visiting the MILF podcast. Dot com. That's M-I-L-F-F podcast.com.com. Dot com. Dot com.